0: If you have comments about today's show or any questions, please email sherry at sherryhillshow.com. Similar to individual identity theft, criminals use a variety of methods to impersonate or otherwise take the identity of legitimate business entities with the intent of obtaining loans, investments, or products with no intent to repay. Then they disappear and defraud the target business its owners, vendors, investors, financial institutions. In the process, they harm the credit and reputation of the business whose identity was taken. Small and medium-sized businesses that may not have the time or resources to regularly monitor these activities face the greatest risk, with negligence being the most common threat. Businesses focus on survival, making payments, and making payroll, not on keeping their business identities safe. Andy Pham, founder of Company Alarm, is a serial entrepreneur with business and property interests in more than half a dozen states. He became passionate about business identity theft after one of his own companies was hijacked and he lost control of a 5 million piece of land in Las Vegas. A native of Vietnam, Andy came to the United States at age 12 and built his network of businesses from scratch over more than two decades of work. Welcome, Andy.
1: Thank you, Sherry. Thank you. Thank you for the nice introduction. I'm honored to be here today with you to talk about business identity theft. My name is Andy Pham, and I would consider myself a serial entrepreneur, I came to America when I was nine years old on a boat. My, my mom um, put me on a boat from Vietnam in 1980. I came here alone, by myself, and without any help. I grew up in um, California. I, after I, my grandmother raised me, then I went to college at University of California, Irvine. And I majored in political science. And after graduated from college, I, what I did is I, I uh, got my all my Series Seven securities license, then I started my own business, um, raising money to build real estate projects, become a real estate developer. And um, three years ago, something terrible happened to me. Um, all your listeners probably know about personal identity theft, where someone steals your Social Security number and use it to open, you know, accounts. In your, in, your, in your name. And so what I discovered is in 2005, myself and a group of 85 investors across the US, acc- accredited investors, we, uh, I raised $5 million to buy a piece of land up in, um, off of Cheyenne and 215 up in the northwest of Vegas. Um, the five acres um, right behind Red Rock Canyon So my plan for that five acres was to build beautiful 30 high-end luxury townhomes um, facing, you know, you you can have unobstructed views to the strip at night, and behind you is is an unobstructed view to Red Rock Canyon. So so what I did is after I purchased the land in cash, then I went to the city of Las Vegas, got it approved for 30 high-end luxury townhomes, and those townhomes were our, our projected price was selling for a million dollars. Then it took us um, 18 months to go to the what they call the entitlement process, when you have to go get your architect, get your civil, get everything approved by the city. You're in front of uh, you know the city planning commissioner and the city council. Then I got it approved. Then in 2008. In 2009, when the market took a downturn and the economy, you know, at that time we were in the Great Recession, and I couldn't obtain the construction loan, usually what you want to do is put up the land as collateral and the bank will loan you $15 million, so you put down 30%, the bank will loan you $15 million for the construction loan. So at that time, banks were not making loans. So what I, I have to do is, is called land banking, where you hold a piece of land and you wait for the market to turn. Then I've been paying the property taxes for the last um, 13 years since I owned the property. We filed our, our federal tax. Um, we filed the federal tax returns with the government every single year. We pay our, our property taxes every single year. Then in, in on December, 31st, which is New Year's Eve 2015, someone logged onto the Nevada Secretary of State's website and removed me as the managing member of the LLC that was formed in 2005 as the managing member. So after they removed me, what they did next is they went to two private lenders and took out two loans on the property the first loan is for one point two million dollars, and the second loan was for five fifty. So the total loan on the debt on the property was one million seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And remember this this property I bought without a single debt on the property with all cash. There's no debt on the property. When they took out the uh, the two loans, they had no intention to pay back. So when I moved my office, from Las Vegas to Boise, Idaho, in two thousand and seventeen, I received a foreclosure notice. so when 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 the trustee sent out a foreclosure notice because the crooks they didn't they didn't pay the loan back. so the trustee has to send out foreclosure notices to all the previous owners of the property. Uh, they call it chain of title all the people that have owned the property. so when they send out the foreclosure notice, um, I got a certified mail. In, I got a certified letter in the mail when I, I, I moved to Idaho. Then, after, when I opened it up, my heart stopped. My life is, has become a nightmare in the last three years, Sherry. I, I've been going to court, spending four hundred thousand dollars, my own money, um, trying to get something that belonged to me back in the last three years, and I'm still fighting fighting to get my property back. And, and the, you know the legal system right now, every time you file a motion, they'll file another motion. There's over 18,000 documents, discovery documents in this, in this case and, and almost 50 depositions in this case. And right now, we still have a court hearing, a case. Our trial is, it uh, is summer which is June of 2020. So uh, hopefully my goal is to get our property back. But in the meantime, I discovered that there's no protection for business owners in Nevada if you form an LLC, an S-Corp, a C-Corp, because anyone with a credit card could get on to Silver Plume and make up a new email address and remove you as a managing member of your own company that has asset. Most most people don't know they keep. You know when you talk about personal asset, most people keep land in in an LLC because for two reasons. Number one is for personal asset protection because you don't want someone to walk across your land and if that land is in your personal name, they're going to sue you personally. That's why they they form an LLC. So. To, to insulate you from the, from the, the uh, personal liability, Sherry. So that's the reason why we form an LLC when we buy real estate um, in Vegas and across the U.S. So most people don't know about this loophole that your data is exposed when you form an LLC under uh, in, in in the states in, in California, in Nevada, in Delaware, anywhere in the country.
0: Absolutely. And so, Andy, so you're still in the process of trying to prove that you own the property, you are not the one that took out the loans, and any any idea who these people were or how you can find them? We have just a couple of minutes, so kind of finish the story of where are you at in this process right now.
1: Yes, so the crooks, they still fighting me, so where we are right now is the, the case is— um, Number one, and so what we have to do when I discovered that I, I was—they um, took out the loans on the property. Um, so I did. We had to go to court, uh, Sherry, and do a quiet title action. A quiet title action is is, is when you buy when you when you transfer a property, uh, when you give someone a piece of property, two you have to have authority, right? You have to have you have to be the one that say, I, Andy Fam you know give this property to sherry and you i have to have the authority authorities like the owner the one that could have the right to give something away then number two is called consideration so it has to be some type of money exchange between of us could be a dollar it could be a thousand dollars could be a million dollars could be a rolex watch um, so this, this, neither of those was, was given to me. There's no consideration. They didn't have authority. So what they did is they made up fake operating agreements, and they made up um, what they call assignment of interest. They, they made up a document and say, I resigned from my own LLC, and here are the fake operating agreement. And they went to the bank, and they opened up the uh, new account, with a different EIN number that they get from the IRS. You can go on the IRS website and get a new EIN number for any business within 30 seconds. So they went to um, uh, Chase Bank. They opened a new account. And the escrow company wired the funds to them. And once the funds got into the bank, they, they distribute among themselves the crooks. So what I did is, after I discovered this, I went to the Secretary of State of Nevada. I filed a fraud complaint. With the state say you know i've been defrauded and the state won't do anything about it the secretary of state say you know they so the crooks they already know how to beat the system they said they, they wrote an email back to the state say you know i met andy at Suncoast hotel which is not true i have never met these people so then the state sent, sent a letter they didn't even, like did any investigation i filed police report I called the the they assigned me to a detective Gomez. I I called detective every single day, asked him where we are with the case. Um, nothing. I I, I went to the DA office, I filed an FBI report. I, I did everything that I could to get to, to 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 try to get some justice, criminal justice here, but nobody would help me. Mm. And and that's where I am, you know. I, I write letters to the governor. I, I wrote letters to all the Congress, Congress people in Nevada. I wrote letters to the um, to, to, to senators. I, I did a whole campaign trying to get people to to come to my rescue to help me get my profit back, but nobody would. Well, they all said, Andy, you have to call your lawyers, and you have to go to the legal system. This is white collar crime. Too difficult for us to, to to figure it out. It's not. You don't see the guy like robbing a bank. He's on a camera with a gun. This is too difficult. They they use an IP address. They on December 31st at a hotel. We don't know who they. You know they already know the people that that took out the loans because they signed for it, and they're still walking around. The the, the, the folks, the crooks, they're still walking around. Wow,
0: That's that's just amazing. Andy, we have to go to break. When we come back, I want to talk about really how prevalent is business identity theft in the United States. We'll be right back. Air makes it their priority to assure your home or office provides warmth in the fall and winter months and cooling in spring and summer. All Hours Air repairs and services air conditioning, furnaces, and water heaters. All makes and models. All Hours Air is the highest rated heating and air repair in the Reno-Sparks area with 24-hour emergency service day or night. When you're in need of an affordable and honest contractor for your home or business, choose All Hours Air for the best results every time. With evolving brands and materials, All Hours Air offers customers an excellent selection of products to make your home or work environment comfortable all hours air at 395 freeport boulevard suite 12 or call 376-9890 that's
1: 376-9890 all hours air license number 77009
0: Welcome back, and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show, speaking with Andy Pham, founder of Company Alarm. And what we've been talking about is business identity theft. He just shared his story about how it uh, absolutely affected him. But, Andy, let, let's talk about how prevalent is it across the United States.
1: I, I believe when I formed Company Alarm, Sherry, I, I um, we have on our board, one of the 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 um the only task force in the US um that in charge of white collar crime, business identity theft and they are based out of in in Denver, Colorado. And the head of the task force that sits on our board, his name is Raul Gagliardi. And he's he's been um, an agent in charge of um, business identity theft for the last twenty five years. And he sits on Company Alarm Board of Advisors, and he said, Andy, this business, is, business identity theft is the most underreported problem in the U.S. right now, and it, it happens every single day. So what the crooks they do? Um, I'll just give you an example, Cherry. Um, it's, it's pretty easy how they 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 steal company. Let's say you have a company in Nevada, right? A printing company that I'm just using, you know, like mm-hmm. Printing Press LLC, that's been in business for 20 years. So the the crook, what would they do? They would steal that name, the same exact name, Cherry, and they go to Florida and they open, they incorporate the same exact name, and they would use the printing company's credit to buy copiers, um, office supplies, cell phone, and ship it to the Florida address. And next thing you know, the person that, um, that owned this company in Nevada has been you know, in business for 20 years. Now they get stuck with this bill. And they have to go and trying to get their credit straightened out. Because because every time that you you have an LLC, let's say you rent, um, you know, I'm just using an example, rent an office, and you pay your utility bill on time for the last 18 years, then you're building credit. You're building up your credit with your business name. Then when the cook sees that, they, they're going to steal your good credit and order, um, you know, goods using your credit than now. You have to go out and actually try to repair your credit. So the headache for the small business owners is to affect a lot of small business owners in the last five and ten years in the U.S.
0: Well, the other the other way is there is, according to the IRS, a 2,757 percent increase in fraudulent tax returns being filed for businesses and so that's another way that crooks are stealing identity. Dun & Bradstreet started tracking this as well. And they also are starting to notice that this crime, this white collar crime, is like, you know, just doubling and tripling across the country. So it is prevalent and like you said there isn't a lot of people going after these businesses so let's let's talk about the fact that you know you had this personal story it affected you i have a client where somebody did exactly that they went out and did a whole bunch of fraudulent uh, tax return filings we're still fighting it we're in about seven years of the fight and the irs basically you know i send all the information i file a complaint with the nevada secretary of state and it just gets ignored and all i ever get is a letter oh we're still working on it i know where the guy is i know exactly and it's like nobody does anything why do you think that is andy
1: why? Because number one is we have to be the ones that's going to be educate the public, to to make a change. We have to be the advocacy for this issue. We have to. You have to put business identity theft in the forefront, and we have to help the public educate them and say, look, this is your business. It's worth more than all your personal assets, you know. It took you a lifetime to build up your business, and you work 24-7 to build up your business. This is your American dream. You provide jobs to people. I have over 60 employees. I have 20 businesses. I own truck stop. I own a gas station. I, I built self-storage. I provide 60 jobs. You work day and night, and if you don't look, People couldn't steal your company. And the reason why no one talks, no one cares, because they, this story hasn't been... No one has shined a light on this issue, Cherry. That's why you and I and other people... I'm glad to be on your show talking about it because they need to know that business identity theft is a huge problem in the U.S. and nobody nobody wants to do anything about it until the public will, you know, ask, people have to rise up and say, this is an issue. We need to focus the resources, the funding. The police have to do more investigation and and the DA needs to prosecute these people, you know, because right now, it's white collar crime. Anything that white collar crime, it takes a long, a long time for them to, you know, for for the police to do the investigation and for the DA to take up the case. Right. It's not. Yeah, that's the that's the issue I'm facing. You're right. They're still walking around. The crooks are are walking around, and we all know who they are. You know, because you can track. When they wire the funds into the bank account, we can track exactly down to the pennies where the money went, where the money went, who, you know, how the funds were distributed among the crooks, you know. So it's it's a theft of $5 million, and no one cares. No one wants to talk about it. The police doesn't want to do anything about it.
0: Well, and everyone's focused on, like, you know, hackers, right, and ransomware and all that, but... This isn't really even that sophisticated. I mean, they're coming in, they're hijacking, you know, a company based off the Secretary of State's website. We're talking all 50 states. Uh, And then they steal your business identity. They can take over a company. They borrow against business assets. They can open credit cards in your company name. It's literally a hijack of your business And most of the time, you don't know that it's happening right now. So, Andy, uh, very quickly, I think we're going to continue this next week because I really want to talk about what can I do as a business owner, and I want to talk a little more about your company alarm. We have just a couple of minutes, so let's just share about company alarm right now, why you started it.
1: Okay, I, I started Company Alarm because about a, there's no word to describe my suffering in the last three years, you know, going to this legal, uh, uh, legal battle, trying to get something that I pay uh, cash, $5 million with 85 investors. There's no words in this universe that describe my suffering. And I, what I discovered, you know, three things. Number one is I have the tenacity I have the grit, G-R-I-T. I have the resources to change, to make a change. You know, then I saw, okay, why did it happen to me? Because, you know, why? Because God said, Andy, I'm going to put this bullseye on your back, and you, you have to be the agent of change. So, because no one's going to do anything about it. So, I saw, this is a huge problem. When the Secretary of State put all your digitize all your data and put it online. They didn't put any protection to help you. When they didn't do that, all your data is exposed to cyber criminals and they can sit in front of the computer within 30 seconds and $150. They can hijack your company. So I say, wow, whoa, you know, what can I do to make a change? So I started Company Alarm, our technology, our software. We will send you a text alert, Cherry on your cell phone that tells you exactly what has happened. I wish on December 31st, 2015, I received a text on New Year's Eve say, Andy, you have been removed as a managing member of this company that you own for the last 10 years. Someone has hijacked your company, changed the managing member from Andy Pham to James Calhorn. Don't you think I would do? Call a lawyer? and go down to the Secretary of State's office on January 2nd, and, and, and this whole thing will never happen to me. I wouldn't be in this predicament. So that's what I want people to know, that my our company alarm is out there to help them. Um, I already spent half a million dollars on building the software to roll out in 50 states so business owners can go on and building their business and hire more people instead of worry about you know, people hijacking their business, what they took a lifetime to build, you know?
0: Absolutely. When we pick this conversation up next week, I'm talking with Andy Pham, founder of Company Alarm, and their website is companyalarm.com. I would encourage folks to go out and listen to it, but I want to pick this up next week, and I really want to talk about some of the other ways that businesses get hijacked And really, some of the things that we can do uh, to protect and preserve, like you say, everything we have worked so hard to create, for a lot of us, it's been a long time. And if we had some notification, and this also ties in beautifully as to why myself, being a commercial registered agent in all 50 states, can be part of the solution so, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to The Sherry Hill Show. Tune in next week because I'm going to finish this conversation with Anthony Pham, founder of Company Alarm. Thank you for tuning in to The Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified.